Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK. And in this episode, we are going to be bringing a series new to you called Motivational Mondays. And so in this series, I will be dropping a podcast episode every single Monday, covering things like lifestyle, travel, and mindset, because all of these things lead us to living abundantly and also building an abundant business and career in the mental health field. And so in today's episode, I actually want to talk about a topic that some people had asked me to go deeper into related to my recent CEO retreat. And so full disclosure, if you hear me kind of slowing down talking sometimes, I recently, if you've seen my Instagram page, I've gotten braces. And so right now I'm talking with the top brace is done. Um, they're going to do the bottom part in about three more weeks when I come back from travel. And it is a learning curve in terms of laughing, smiling, me getting used to it, and also just the way that I talk. And so for the most part, I sound the same, but I may have to take like breaks here and there just because it feels weird if you've ever had braces before. And some people have asked like, why did I get braces? And so this is related to becoming a, or not becoming, but up-leveling my CEO-ness, which is, I do a lot of video. I love video content. Now this tooth that I have that's on the bottom of my mouth, it has pretty much been pushed out. It's been a 15 year plus problem and I was going to get it fixed in graduate school, but the dentist told me if I'm moving, probably not a good idea right now because if somebody else doesn't like her work, they will make me pay for it all over again. So I appreciated her. And then I just kept pushing back the date and pushing back the date. And then it wasn't a priority for me anymore. But now that I'm on video more than ever right now in this era, Um, And that's also the way that I promote my business. It bothers me to the point where when my video editor tries to like zoom in, I'm like, can you zoom out? Right. So why am I sharing this with you as I um, lead up to giving you the behind the scenes of why I did a CEO retreat and what's included and how you can implement it into your schedule as well? Is that part of me? up-leveling my CEO-ness is making sure that I take care of myself, including my health and my appearance. My appearance is part of my brand. So I chose to get braces because I want my teeth to be straight when I smile, when I'm doing video, when I'm at live events and all those great things, right? So enough about that random tangent. And so let's talk about what is a CEO retreat, okay? And then I'm gonna break it down. So there are different kinds of CEO retreats that either I've done or I've seen other people around me and or other influencers or creators do online and talk about it. So some of the ones that I'm very familiar with are, I call it detachment. So detachment reminds me of my bishop at one point taking a Sabbath where he detached from the church. The other pastors pretty much did a round robin with uh, preaching every single Sunday. And he 
unplugged. He went away for like a week, stayed somewhere, kind of like a resort style, but detached from the internet, his phone, social media, the church, right? And you may be wondering, well, why do I need to do that? We need a reset button. And sometimes in order to do that, we need to get out of our regular environment. So that's one form is detachment. Another one is, I call it celebration. So maybe you are celebrating a milestone that you hit in your business. Maybe you hit an anniversary in your business. Maybe you just had your first launch. Maybe you had a certain amount of revenue that your business um, hit. But at the end of the day, you hit a goal and you want to celebrate it. And so you may do something at home. You may go to a spa for a day. A CEO retreat does not require you to get on an airplane, but if that's your desire, you can do that as well. Like we can take a trip in a car and do a three hour uh, road trip and go to Vegas and do a two day celebration. And it could be my entire family. It just doesn't have to be the CEO, but we're celebrating what I've done in the business along with the team. Now, the next type of CEO retreat is what I call hyper-focused. So hyper-focused is maybe you go to a retreat because you need to go finish writing a book. So you go Airbnb somewhere where you're not um, you're not distracted and you may decide to be there for two days because you can pump out that book with no distractions. You're not on social media. You're not doing anything else but writing that book. Maybe you need to create your content for the year. That's something that we talk about at our in-person events like the Therapist Deserve Abundance Conference and VIP experiences. But whatever it is that you need to hyper-focus on for one, two, or three days straight, if not a week, you need to get out of your home environment. You don't have to get on a plane. You can do a staycation. You can do a nearby hotel. But bottom line is you also set up the structure for your loved ones that they will not contact you unless there's an emergency as well. Now, the last one is maybe a mixture. And what I'm going to share with you today is a mixture of how I combined, I'm going to say a mixture of really all of them. So I detached, meaning I, you know, my son and my husband, I went to one of our favorite places, Orlando, Florida, but I detached from my family. I mean, I checked in, but for the most part, you know, I was solo. You know, I had a great time. Um, Celebration. I was celebrating the new version of me. I was celebrating a financial milestone that my business hit that actually I announced earlier this year, but we were looking at what was collected cash versus what was projected, right? So I'll be sharing that information very soon, um, but it was more celebratory. And then I also had a mix of hyper-focused because I went there for a one-day event, but my husband actually encouraged me to stay out for a few days and I'll, I'll get into like why, okay? So let's talk about why the CEO retreat for myself. And what I would like you to do is get a pen and a sheet of paper if you can, or maybe listen to this podcast episode again and just take notes of what stands out to you. What are some things that you want to incorporate in your CEO retreat, no matter if you're in the beginning phases of your business or your season? So my why, like I just mentioned, uh, my mentor that I had been coaching with for the last five plus years, she was having a millionaire wealth accelerator. And that's the path that I'm on right now is multimillionaireship in my business. And so I really, at this point, didn't need any additional strategies. I didn't need any additional coaching about business strategies because I'm already invested in a good amount of diverse programs right now. And I am the person where I can complete a course if I'm in two to three courses at a time because I know how to structure my time. I know how to also implement the things that I'm learning. But I felt like at this point, I needed to pay to be in the room. And I remember my mentors, various coaches um, in masterminds and coaching programs had told us about 
certain points in their business where they would just pay to be in close proximity to certain people because you get that energy kind of spread around in the room and you get fired up. It feels different. So I felt like I had reached a point in my business where I just needed to pay to be in the room. Because initially when I looked at the event, I didn't know what really I would get out of the event. Honestly, it wasn't that clear of what I would learn that I don't already know that I don't already implement. But I already know about this, you know, these two individuals that was putting on this event. I already know the energy they're going to bring. I already know that when I go to Florida, I love Disney. You know, for those of you who've been, you know, listening to me or tuning in on Instagram, you know, for a while, you know that I love Disney. My son loves Disney probably because of me, but we go to Florida probably two to four times a year, right? So, and we go to Walt Disney World, I'm going to say most of the time, at least one day, you know? So I know the energy that being in Disney brings to me and that's just me, right? So I kept trying to decide if I wanted to go to this event because I was really looking at it from a strategic point initially. And I looked up the tickets. I saw how much it cost. I can definitely pay. It was $9.97 because, you know, I know, again, what it's going to be like to be in a room with those people. And so a team member of my mentor had reached out and said, hey, I haven't seen your name on a list. Are you coming? Because the last time she had an event in January, I went and this was wrapping up the year, which hence I like doing workshops at the end of the year to like get my mind wrapped around also in person, bringing that level of energy to get super focused for the first quarter um, for 2023, the following year or the upcoming year. And so when she reached out to me, I'm like, I don't know if I'm coming because to be quite frank, like these plane tickets based on how I like to fly were just like high, like just like quadruple the amount that they usually are. Right. But then I had to get out of my way. So what I decided to do, I said, I'll let you know. She said, all right, I'll I'll save a ticket for you on the side. So I did some meditation last week and I just learned how to sit still as I usually talk about in previous podcast episodes. And one thing that kept lingering in terms of downloads is your goal this time is just to pay to be in the room. Like that's the statement that I kept hearing over and over again. You just need to pay to be in the room. If you get there, I'll give you instructions when you get there. So after I received that download in one of the days of the meditation, after talking to the team member, I checked the flight. It was cool because I also remembered that I had credit and I didn't plan on using the credit for any flights, at least for 2022. And so I went ahead and used the credit and then I paid the difference actually through my other corporation, because I also realized that one of my corporations does not have enough write-offs because it was recently established. And those funds are more infrequent because it's linked to my work with a nonprofit in terms of how many workshops I do per month or per quarter. Unlike my other corporation in which I know my monthly revenue every single month before the money even hits, right? And that's the coaching business. And so Right now with a mental health business, I really do a lot of linkage collaboration and it's really based off of the needs of the community programs that I serve and also based on how many hours I really want to work and that I have time to work based on me spending more of my time in the coaching business. And so with that said, I said, you know what, you know, me being in there is going to impact both of my corporations. And so let me go ahead and use the funds that I really haven't touched. It's just money sitting in there building up over time because I have 
no expenses really outside of my EHR with my private practice. And so I said, okay, let me go ahead and just use that card and buy my flight. So I did that. Um, then I logged in and I was able to locate my timeshare. So my mom bought a timeshare when I was 14 years of age. Very grateful that she did it. I think she only stayed at the timeshare like literally one time. I had been going to it every other year, flip-flopping with my uncle as an adult. And I usually set up a week where we stay at the timeshare, but I knew that it would only be for, what is it, three nights four days. And so I found it on the Marriott website because I can get my points. And I end up scoring a super good deal on just paying for the room outright. And it's um, literally around the corner from Walt Disney World. Like as soon as you go out and you hit the corner, you enter into the space of the bubble, the Walt Disney World. So I said, I'd rather stay at the resort because I can walk around. I can enjoy like the ponds, the lakes, the amenities if I want to. And if I don't want to go to Walt Disney World, I can just do nothing, you know, or before the conference, I could just do nothing. I could just chill. And I know my way around there. And so I decided to go ahead and go with the Marriott timeshare location because they have a way for you to just book a hotel room, um, but it's still like a condo style. So that was my why in terms of why I chose to do a CEO retreat right now. And it really stimulated from honestly that event. So then in terms of support, when you do a CEO retreat, you definitely want to have support around the people who, for example, need to still run your business. You have to have support with your family members, especially if you are married or in a relationship, maybe you have children, maybe you have pets, your house doesn't stop running because you decided to get on a plane and leave. And so my husband actually suggested that I stay an extra day because initially the conference was on Saturday. Initially, I was just going to fly out on Friday and come right back on early Sunday morning, if not a midnight flight on um, Saturday. And he was like, why don't you just stay an extra day and do your thing? Like you, you really ain't took no break, break, break from work and kids. Like if you're a parent or a caregiver, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I felt kind of funny initially because I was like, I'm going to buy Disney world without Avery. Like just being in that space makes me feel weird. Like I love going on vacations with my family, but this was not a vacation. This was a CEO retreat. And that's what I named it after he told me I should stay an extra day. So I said, cool, I'm gonna make this a CEO retreat. And then I'm like, hmm, what should I do on the extra day? And so I'm like, I could sit in the room, but, or, you know, walk around the the space, but then that'll kind of be similar to what I do at home. I sit in my home office. I can walk around my community. My community has a lot of amenities. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to go to Disney. I'm going to get a hopper pass. And if I don't feel like going, I'll just cancel my ticket because I'm sure I'll go to Walt Disney World in the next 12 months in which I can use my ticket. But nevertheless, I decided to get me a hopper pass and I didn't know what the day was going to be, but I just, you know, picked the park in terms of reservations. And I said, I'm going to have fun. So again, walked around my home in silence, journaled, and really just sat with, is this the right decision? Should I be sitting in a room doing work during a CEO retreat? Should I go to the spa? You know, just different things. And I said, I want to do something that I really can't do at home. We got Disneyland, but you know, if you've been to Disney World, you know, it's not the same. And so I was pretty much torn between, do I just want to have fun or do I just want to do what feels good in the moment? And I chose the latter because I can always cancel my Disney ticket. It's not a big deal. And so moving into the week of the event. Now, when you go on to see your retreat, 
whether you're leaving to go up the street or you get on a plane, you want to prep your house. And so some of the things that I had to deal with emotionally was, of course, as I mentioned, mommy guilt. I had mommy guilt because we enrolled my son in a soccer and I want to go to every single game. I never want to miss a game, right? I don't want to be the person like on TV where the son or child grows up and says, you were never at my game. You were always working. Now what's dope is, and I'll probably do an episode on this. I'm really happy to see that my four-year-old has really drawn to an positive way, mommy working. Like he thinks it's so cool. He wants to pull out his laptop and work on a side of me. So it's almost like I'm helping him develop work ethic. And when I'm doing work, he wants to do his homework. And I think that is so cool. But I wanted to go to his game because he lights up when I'm at his game. And he says like, mommy, watch me, watch me. I'm gonna kick the ball. You know, he's in soccer. And so my my husband was like, it's one game. He'll be okay. And I'm like, oh, all right. You know, so also I'm used to traveling with my family. And so I felt a little, I'm going to say anxious about it. Um, And I felt the same way, kind of feeling like, oh, they should be here with me. I even told my husband, like, you sure y'all don't want to just fly out? I can get y'all on a little cheap flight out of an airport near our home. It probably won't be like first class, but just come out for like 36 hours. And he was like, no, stay out there and just do your thing. And I'm like, all right. So also right before this event. So keep in mind, timeline wise, I left on Friday. This trip was already planned at least in the last 10 days. What also got planned in the next 24 hours at the time of me buying my ticket for this is that I chose to travel to Vegas to look at a venue for our conference that we're planning on for 2023. And so I chose to fly to Vegas and just the the energy that was kind of going around um, in terms of manifestation had started during this time. So first off, the hotel that called us back about looking at the space was a hotel that had been closed for like two and a half years and we thought it would never open back up. It's one of my favorite spaces that I actually was staying at before 2020. And so I chose to go to Vegas, um, fly out of Long Beach Airport at like, what is it? Eight o'clock in the morning. So I had to leave my house fairly early, like at four or no, not four, at five o'clock because it was an hour drive. And then, you know, had to park my car and stuff. When I got to Vegas and then went to do my rental car, I actually was upgraded to a luxury car, BMW X3. And that was pretty dope. Like the guy, he was black. And he said, hey, you in town for business? I'm like, yep. And he said, oh, what do you do? Because he's talking about my credit card. It said like business with a sticker on it because I, you know, separate and allocate my credit cards and stuff. So I'm like, oh, I'm a psychologist. And he was like, yeah, we need a whole lot of that around here. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to upgrade. I'm going to upgrade your car. And I'm like, okay, how much? And he was like, nothing. I'm just going to upgrade your car. Just make sure that you do the um, survey. And I'm like, bet, you know, so he upgraded me to a BMW X3 from like a Nissan. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so fire. And I got my invoice and it was exactly the amount that I was supposed to pay for the smaller compact car. So that was like an upgrade for my experience. And then of course, going to view the venue space, we're going to release this information in more detail. So I don't want to ruin it because we're also waiting to sign some paperwork at the time of me recording this podcast episode, because a lot of things have to be hacked out when you are signing a long contract. Okay. Because a lot of money is involved and dates are involved and I need to get my schedule. So nevertheless, it was like manifestation on top of manifestation. And then I was on top of that, I decided to like, you know, I was walking around for the rest of the day because the, the tour didn't take that long. And so I had about six hours to myself walking around Vegas. So I chose, chose to just like walk around the Aria, the Bellagio shops, grab something to eat at Grand Lux in the Venetian. So I really enjoyed myself and I ended up buying me and my husband like an abundance gift. I ended up buying myself a Christian Dior like pennant. 
And that's probably a story within itself, but that was on my Pinterest board because if you also know me, I shop based on what's on my vision board, not just, oh, I just want to buy something. Like, no, I got the money set aside and then I will gift myself if I find what I'm looking for. If not something near what I was looking for, that still pleases me, right? So I bought myself an abundance gift. So that was the week leading up to to the event, which I'm really telling you, no excuses. So when I say getting my house prepped, what needs to be prepped for dinner? I had to make spaghetti because my husband likes spaghetti and I'm like, you can eat pasta for at least two days. You feel me? It's the weekend. So odds are we don't really cook on the weekends anyway. Go to Chick-fil-A, get some pizza, but prep your household. Now, in terms of my retreat stay, I'm going to break down really what I did every single day so that you can get a flow of the behind the scenes of what I did. Now, you don't have to do all of these things, but I'm just going to walk you through literally what I did. And I was taking note, documenting what I did. And so it's a pretty hefty list, but it's just more of a timeline. Okay. So on Friday, that was my travel day. It's a five and a half hour flight from LAX. Um, One of the things that I manifested going to the event is I was driving. My flight had been delayed for like 30 minutes. I had dropped off my eldest son um, at school in LA and when I realized it, I'm like, wow, you know, I should really like go ahead and get the Delta. What is it? The Sky Mouse Club. And so I had been wanting to get it for a while, but it just didn't make sense because we weren't taking that many trips, at least on Delta during every time I wanted to get it. Or we had Delta One seats going to New York and it comes with the Delta One seat. So when I was looking at video reviews, it had just said like, if you're not traveling more than four times, it may not be worth it. And so I didn't, I didn't realize that I can buy it on my points because sometimes when you're not paying attention to certain things, you just don't see stuff. So I realized that I had more than enough points to buy it. And I said, you know, worst case scenario, if we take a Delta flight in the next year, I'll just either upgrade it to include my family. Or if we fly like New York Delta one or something like that, it'll be automatically included for everybody who flies with us. So I was able to manifest that on the way to the airport. And I was super excited because I had a 30 day, 30 minute delay, but I also just had an hour and a half to kill at the airport. So I was able to get some work done at the airport before I left. It was a beautiful view. I posted like a reel about it sitting outside on the new deck um, in the Sky Lounge. And that was really fun. When I landed at Orlando, um, I also got another, it was a regular car, but I still got to upgrade when I got there because there were no more cars left. Um, Orlando definitely has not slowed down with travel. I saw a lot of people there with their kids. So that kind of low-key made me sad again, but went to go get my car, met up with two friends of mine. We went out to eat and then I went back and went to the room because I did check into the room before we ate. But like I said, we're around the corner from like Disney. So we met at Disney Springs, went out to eat. And after that, I went back and just enjoyed the space, took my family on like a little tour of the room. And I told them that I even upgrade to a room. They ended up giving me the two bedroom suite that we usually get when we go with the whole family. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with like this big old room? But I just closed the other bedroom door because sometimes I get a little scary when I'm standing in a big room by myself. But it was it was pretty nice. It comes with a full kitchenette, a beautiful balcony that oversees like, you know, a little pond and um, it's like screened in. You can get to the balcony from the master bedroom or the living room. It has a pretty nice size living room, dining room table, full kitchen, two bathrooms, washer and dryer, just a condo. Right. So, you know, I was set up good. Then on Saturday, this was the day of the actual wealth accelerator event that I was going to. So my body woke up at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I set my alarm clock, but my watch, 
I have I have another phone now. I, I upgraded to the iPhone 14, but we've been having issues with the phone numbers transferring. So bottom line is a lot of settings that were on my old phone were still on and I didn't realize it. Hence, my alarm woke me up and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I decided to listen to podcasts for mindset development, personal development, as I do every morning. It doesn't matter where I am. I went out to the balcony. It was beautiful. So I like just put on a sweater got my tea, got my journal, my laptop, and just really looked at the beautiful view of the pond and the bridge area and just, you know, soaked up the moment. And then I started looking at like decisions because this is a CEO retreat around like what I want to do related to the live events in terms of sales pages, uh, email copy, getting help with copywriting. It's just a lot of detailed decisions that have to be made before I delegate them to my team. Also, I talked to my husband and my son because he had a soccer game that morning. So we FaceTime a portion of the game. And again, my son was like, mommy, look at me, look at me. And then he ran onto the field. So that made me happy that, you know, he didn't look sad or anything that I was gone. So that just took away my mommy guilt, honestly, for the rest of the trip, for the most part, probably until I went to Disney. Um, I got dressed after that. I walked over cause I had like two hours to do nothing. Cause I didn't realize the event started at one. I thought it started at like 12. And so I walked over. It was beautiful weather. It was actually warm, almost 80 degrees. I went to the Starbucks at the marketplace because they pretty much got a one-stop shop at the space. And I'm getting butterflies in my stomach right now, probably because I want to go back. It's just a beautiful space to be in, even just to do nothing. Like even if you don't go to Disney, it's just nice to just be at a resort. So I sat outside, had my Starbucks um, drinking, you know, pastry. And then I just actually listened to the sound of water. It was very refreshing. While I was sitting in silence, like a thought came up and said, call your grandma and check in because my mom, my grandmother had like a medical procedure recently to take care of her health. So I really want to just stay connected with her when I can't see her. So I talked to her for about 30 minutes and then talked to my husband and son again. And then I walked back to my room, chilled and relaxed in the bed for a good 45 minutes, watched some law and order. And then I also pulled out my laptop for a little bit, like 30 minutes. And I looked at what is non-negotiable. And this was um, stimulated by a podcast I was listening to on the plane in terms of eliminating distractions. And so I wanted to put on my calendar what were some non-negotiables that I wanted to bring back that actually were removed from my calendar in terms of frequency because of my schedule that I have for the last 10 months. Because if you don't know our elite coaching um, mastermind students, they wrapped up their coaching program. They just have one last live event, which is their graduation. But you know, my mornings, because I meet with some of them at eight o'clock in the morning, that really took a toll on me getting my son dressed every morning as I would like during the weeks that I would meet with my clients. And so I put non-negotiables back on my calendar and just really looking at how I want my schedule to change, especially because he's in uh, the last year of preschool. He'll be in kindergarten and I want to make sure that I'm there for all of that, right? Because that's like real school. (laughs) So I want to make sure that I'm there for all of it, even though I was here when he was getting dressed and stuff. And so... After that, I, um, you know, finished getting dressed, recorded a reel, of course, and then went off to the Wealth Accelerator event. And again, I, as soon as I walked into the space, I just knew that I was at the right place. Um, some of the things that were some big takeaways, not to give away everything that I took away because, you know, that was my investment and it's their intellectual property is it really started to stimulate me around passive income, meaning I don't need to show up for certain things that I offer in my business. Ideas to expand active income as well in terms of just increasing value for my clients because I'm all about impact. 
Also, narratives around increasing Black excellence. They were sharing a lot of behind the scenes from just exposure to children, travel, walking around with your ears and eyes wide open because you never know what can stimulate your mind and your business. And also being in a room um, with those who literally fall out of their seats. And you guys will hear more later about this. But when I revealed um, a big milestone that I hit in my business to my mentors, they literally almost fell out their chair. But their reaction was worth a thousand words because it played out the way that I had it in my head in terms of me feeling really good to tell abundant other people about milestones that you hit and them being excited for you and allowing you to live in that moment, right? Um, Also, we were talking about like family, generational wealth, and of course, masterminding for 2023. Um, Now, when I was wrapping up the event and then leaving too, because I always like to look at like, what did I take away from the event? Um, My mindset in terms of abundance was like times 1000. My takeaways were think bigger and just a constant reminder to not allow small minds to kill my dream, which means that my value just went up. You know, I Some people say the price just went up, but I'm like my value, how I feel about myself just went up, right? Um, Which means that the impact that I make on my community, the value just went up. Okay. I also realized that I was missing something in my business in terms of masterminding and group this year, because this year I really invested in courses and coaching programs, but it's not the same as a mastermind. A mastermind is really not a course, right? It's a connection with you and other like-minded people, potentially even facilitated by someone who's an expert in a certain area. And I really wasn't looking for anything else that was like giving me any type of strategy. I got enough coaching programs that I can just redo every year and elevate my my business because they update their portals. But I was really looking for more things around mindset related to becoming a multimillionaire, to be quite frank. And so that requires a new level of you. Like what got you here, wherever you are, won't get you to the next level. Like the same mindset won't work. And I've been knowing that, but that was the missing link all year. And I did really well. I'm not going to lie about it because I still had connection with certain people, but I want to pay to be in a room again, right? Consistently throughout the year. Um, Some of the other things that I did outside of expansion for like coaching business is looking at investments, getting back into, um, I'm not going to say setting up my crypto portfolio because it's already set up, but really adding that back into my schedule because I I have more time to now do it. And then my goal is um, it's already been vetted by people that I trust, but I'm of course going to do it myself. I'm going to bring my husband on, one of my best friends on. And then once we get our hands grasped around it, because I know a lot of therapists have hit me up when they saw me trading and doing other things with cryptocurrency. They were asking me like, can you put me on? Because I don't want to just be working and creating active income. So let me know, like shoot me an inbox on a DM on Instagram if you want to learn more about that arena, right? Because I'm definitely going to put my community on and people on my podcast, but you may have to do an extra step because I'm not going to do all that stuff on the podcast, right? But I want to share it with my community in 2023. That's my goal. So that wrapped up my Saturday and then we didn't get out the room. It started at one. I probably got there at 1.30. I ate, she had some good Mexican food. And then we went into the room and we had what's called a lock-in. So a lock-in is we get a 30-minute break. I went and got me some more food because I was hungry. But you really just got to get up and go to the bathroom when you feel like it because we just going all in, right? So we went all in to like 9.30 and then I ended up leaving around 10. So wrapped up my night and then I think I stopped somewhere to get like a salad or something because it wasn't really much open on a Saturday night that late by my room. So then leading into Sunday, I went to Disney World. At first, I was actually going to cancel it the night before. Like, should I be in my room like... Like my mastermind students or how I used to be leaving masterminds, like go all in for my business. But I'm like, no, 
Takesha, give yourself grace. Go enjoy yourself at Disney World. Okay. So I woke up. I was planning on again, waking up late, but did not. I didn't get but like five hours of sleep. Did my personal development, listening to podcasts. And then I just decided to get dressed and go to Magic Kingdom. So that's the regular Disneyland part. So again, went solo. Again, I have taken the mindset from that conference and I'm like, I'm on Abundance Time 1000 because we were also talking about just places that you go in terms of environment can up level just your frequency, your energy, how you feel and how you pour back into yourself, your business, your family, et cetera. And so while I was on Abundance, like my pathway, right? I'm like, you know what? I I love, these are some of the things that I was doing already, but I'm just like um, more conscious of it, right? So I chose to get preferred parking because your girl ain't trying to walk 5,000 miles to the tram and then get on the tram and walk another 5,000 miles, all right? So I got preferred parking where, boom, I get to park like on the third row and walk straight to the the ferry, then get on the, you know, ferry, then go to the park or whatever. I also had upgraded and got a magic band for the 50th anniversary because, again, I've been to Florida, I think at this point, or Disney World like three times in the last like 10 months or something crazy. But I've been to Florida four times in the last year for like a wedding and things like that. So um, I had a magic band. So that allowed me to maneuver faster through the park. It also had some perks with it. Um, Now, this is something that I think is funny and being like you know, black, like this is how I grew up. When you go to amusement parks, you usually pack like a sandwich, make the chicken, wrap it in foil. I'm talking about the eighties and nineties people. Like we would take everything in and I'm like, I ain't taking nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't mean that I'm not smart with my money. I already know how much this stuff costs. I already know that I usually don't sit down and eat a whole damn meal at Disneyland. Now I did want to eat at Epcot because it was the wine and food festival, but I'm like, Usually I'm going to eat a pretzel with cheese. I'll probably eat a churro. I just got to eat also soft stuff because I got these braces on my mouth. And so I chose to say, you know what? I ain't taking no water. I ain't taking no food because I don't also want to carry anything. I'm going to enjoy the moment. I got money set aside. Let me just enjoy life, right? I also told myself I'm not going to post in the moment because I want to enjoy it. I'm going to get footage. Don't get me wrong. I got it for Instagram and potentially for YouTube because I don't know if I'm going to post it on YouTube just yet, but I'm just going to enjoy the moment. And so I also upgraded to the genie. I like the genie. I don't like the way it's set up, but the genie gives you the ability to pretty much fast track to the front of the line. Not to mention that I'm a single rider. So that gives me like an extra fast track, right? But it pays to be in the front of the line. $18 because it goes based on demand and it wasn't crowded as it used to be before 2020. Um, after Magic Kingdom, I'm like, I want to go to Animal Kingdom. And this is where I really feel like if you know how to navigate parks, you ain't got to be at the amusement park all day long. Some people, when they hear me saying I'm going to Disney, they think like, oh my God, it's going to be an all day event. It's going to be hella hot. That's tiring. You got to go with the right people. And it depends on what you want to see. At Animal Kingdom, I really only want to do the safari to see the animals and Pandora. That is it. I can go. Like, I don't need to see nothing else. Right. So right when I got in my car, drove over there and used the same preferred parking, because you can use it at all the parks, I would have gotten on the train but I didn't want to like have to go back and get my car because at Magic Kingdom, they actually shut down at six that night because they were having the Oogie Boogie Bash, which is the Halloween bash. And that starts from like six to 11 or six to midnight. I didn't know that when I booked my ticket, but I'm like, it's good. I'll go to Magic Kingdom first, get on all the rides I want to get on that are open because a lot of them were shut down. And then I'll go to the other park and more if I want to. So I really don't care too much for Hollywood Studios. Um, Haven't been there in a while, but don't really care for it. It's probably only one or two rides I like there as well. So went to Magic Kingdom, went straight to 
the safari because I had the genie plus pass that I set up in my car driving over there. And then I also got on Pandora. And once I fast track to the front, I had to pay extra to get on that fast track uh, genie plus because it's just, you know, Walt Disney want more money. But to me, it's worth it than standing in line one or four hours. I'm good. I will pay to be in the front of the line. So um, once I got to the front, they were like, oh, do we have riders of two? I'm like, I'm a writer of one. They said, hey, that's good. So then she fast tracked me past all the fast track people. Come on now. So I was able to enjoy it and get out of Animal Kingdom in like 90 minutes. That is unheard of. Then I'm like, I'm not done. I want to go to Epcot because they got food. And so went over to Epcot, really enjoyed the moment. It was dark. So I really couldn't see all the things, but I know what Epcot looks like. They had a lot of construction and I stayed there until about 8.15, went to the souvenir shop, got my son a little Mickey Mouse Letterman jacket, got myself this mini pink Starbucks cup because that's what I'm a collector of is my Starbucks cup. Something that they don't offer at like, online or other stores. And so I went ahead and bought it when I was in Florida. And then I also stopped and got us some luggage tags that were really cute, like focusing on all the places that we're going in in the next like 90 days um, to go on our luggage. And then, you know, surprise my son because he likes little things like that related to travel. Go figure. So went to Epcot, enjoyed my time. They had a fireworks show at nine, but I didn't want to stay at that point. My legs were hurting. I'm like, it's time for me to lay down. So I really enjoyed the moment. I ate good. I ended my day feeling good about enjoying myself. Now I did have to fly home at six o'clock. And so I got to the room around nine, which was perfectly good. Didn't have to eat because I ate at the park. And then I just hung out, you know, when I got home because I flew home at six o'clock in the morning on Monday. Um, I did fly first class. The food was really good. And um, I was able to celebrate you know, Halloween with my son and my husband. So that was really fun. Um, and that was my CEO retreat. And so I want to wrap up by telling you some of the behind the scenes, real big takeaways after just breaking down the CEO retreat. So I'm just going to kind of list these as I have them written. So one is journaling what I want without limits. I usually don't put limitations on myself, but at times I find myself still having that little inch of that poverty mindset kick in, like maybe not right now, maybe like in five years. No, how about now? You know, or how about it's going to come when the Lord wanted to want it to come? Okay. So journal what I want without any limits for personal and business. Um, do some business brainstorming. Um, and I actually did a, a session with my husband and with me by myself looking at how do I want to expand my business for next year, whether it be expanding our current programs and or adding a program, you know, to our branding ascension model. Also looking for ways to serve more and more people and making a bigger impact. Also just doing a reflection on investing in myself already for 2023. I'm already in three programs. One program is for content development. Another program is for pretty much how to clockwork my business and allow my business to grow and run while I'm not there. We have taken months off at a time, but I wanted to still be making a good amount of money while I'm gone, right? Not just like passive income from payment plans, but generating new income too. And then I also invested in a program while I was at the mastermind. So already before going into 2023, I've already invested $17,000 and I'm down for it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all good. Also, I made investments based on where my business is going, not where my business currently is. That's really important. I made investments based on where I am taking my business versus where it is. Again, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I finish courses, I finish programs, I implement them as I do them. So please do not listen to me doing three investments and then go and sign up for three investments and then you don't finish any of them. 
right? I also put my team through some of the courses or investments that I have because they need to use them um, as well as I do. On the plane, when I was coming back, I was so energized for that five-hour flight that I built out my whole Black Friday sales funnel. I um, rebuilt a sales page because I just was so excited to get it done. Um, Also, I need to build it so I can train my team how to build it. So that's one thing you probably need to do too. Don't just like delegate stuff off. You got to train people to do it. Also, there was a CE workshop that I wanted to release. So I built out about five emails for that. I built out the automation for it and then gave my team instructions of how to take over. And then also um, the night of the event, while I was in Florida, I wrote out six emails on that Saturday when I got to my room. Hence, while I said I only got a few hours of sleep before Disney World is that I wrote out six emails to launch the CE workshop for the end of the year throughout the whole month of November, especially for Black Friday. So I took an all-in approach, um, especially around content creation and delivering my information in more of a, a systemized way. So I hope that you really enjoyed. I know it was longer than most of my podcast episodes, but that's okay. Um, I'd rather deliver it all to you at once versus breaking it up and you got to wait a whole another week or something. But in the next episode, I'm actually going to break down various ways of how you can review your year to look forward to the next 12 months. But if you want to hop on in to creating and designing your four core quarters for 2023. Um, There's no Black Friday code needed. If you go to drtk.com forward slash links, um, it's in the show notes as well. It's in the link in my bio on Instagram as well. Um, We have what's called an an intentionally abundant workshop. It's two hours on a Saturday morning in December. And CEs will be available if you want to upgrade your experience. But I wanted to make it available for all business owners, not just for therapists, because I get a lot of people inboxing me about tips related to what I share even for therapists. And this is the only workshop that I can do that or that I choose to do that I can do it for the general public. But odds are it'll be 99.9% of therapists that are there. Pre-licensed and post-licensed therapists are welcome to come. So please share that link with your therapist friends. I will see you in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And please don't forget to share this episode, follow this podcast channel and leave me a five-star review, letting me know your biggest takeaway. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com. Come.